He was searching for big box PC games at a local secondhand bookstore. What he found was 21 metal albums he had never heard before. This is Thrift Blast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Thrift Blast. I am your host, Daniel Terry, and I have three little gems for you tonight. As you heard in the intro, this is part of a collection of albums that I bought in a secondhand bookstore, and I can tell you I loved some of them, I hated some of them, and I'm going to move on to something that, spoilers, I hated. So the first one I have for you is a little EP by a band called Mystical. They're a band that was from France. They were around maybe in like 1996. To be honest with you, I couldn't actually find a date on this thing anywhere. I think it was like maybe 98. Nobody really knows what happened to the band. They started in 1996. Nobody knows when they ended, but they have definitely ended. They're listed on Metal Archives, which is the only thing I could really find on them, as gothic slash death metal. I'm going to go ahead and just spoil it for you right now. It's neither one of those things. This is a shitty demo by a shitty band. It's like the members of the band learned a little bit about how to play metal, but like this doesn't really sound like death metal like it all. The tuning's all wrong. The, The pace is wrong. The drumming is like barely there at all. There's a little bit of death growling on the CD, but it's very limited. Like, the dude sings a lot, and he does it in that really annoying, like, late 90s extreme metal way where it's like, I was walking down the street, and I saw something, so I picked it up. Like, that's this whole demo. And I think part of it is that I don't think that English was their first language. So that leads to a little bit of awkwardness with the vocal delivery. But the thing that bugs me the most about it is that the playing is so basic. Like, if you start a band and this is the first stuff that you write, it doesn't mean that you suck or that you don't have potential, but, like, maybe don't put it out on tape. Maybe maybe spend a little bit more time learning how to play your instruments properly because this record's full of mistakes. The vocals sound bad. The singing sounds bad. The guitars sound very plotty, and I also feel like maybe the band members weren't all on the same page about what kind of music they wanted to play. The biggest thing is that you have a mix of, like, heavier songs. Like, the the demo starts off heavy, but as it goes on, you start hearing songs that just sound like, like wannabe radio rock type songs. So I don't know if, like, half the band members were like, well, I'm in a rock band. Or they were, like, too embarrassed to be extreme metal, or maybe they just didn't have the talent to play it. But this is just a really, really, really hard-to-find record. I just happened to find it, you know, in a a local bookstore. But to be honest with you, if you find this album, don't buy it. Don't listen to it. It's it's a waste of everyone's time. It's It's just that bad. The next one I have for you guys is an album by a band called Ethereal Pandemonium. The album's called Arcanum Lunae. And I, I think it's Lune. I don't know. Whenever I was first looking at the cover, I thought this has got to be black metal. And it is that sort of. So in the early 2000s, there was kind of this deal with death metal and black metal where they were basically combined. There, there was a style that was commonly referred to as death black metal. And this is actually kind of, or I'm sorry, like blackened death metal. I'm having a little bit of trouble remembering what it was, but like black and death metal or just death black 
Uh, bands that played that style, bands like X-Toll played that in, in the late 90s and early 2000s. And Ethereal Pandemonium is a band that adds a lot of like gothic influence to their stuff. So they play kind of kind of blistering riffs. It's not Gothenburg, but it is melodic death metal with like black metal vocals. I really like it whenever they're riffing and they're going all out. They're just going blast, blast, blast. I think that's like the best part of it. The vocals are very, very raspy in a black metal, death metal sort of way. I think they sound really good, but they kind of kill me with the amount of keyboards that they use. Like you've got kind of this serious band playing metal and they're playing keyboards over it and the keyboards sound really cheesy. Like like something you'd hear off of like a fucking Styx album. I think the playing is more or less okay. It's proficient. They're definitely a better band than Mystical was, but they still sound super underground. The record's very quiet. I had to ask Joe to turn it up whenever we were listening to it. I don't think that this band is doing anything wrong. However, I don't think that they're really that innovative. They're just kind of playing in an underground style. They incorporate some female vocals in there. They play a lot of keyboards and they just fucking kill me with these like really, really long atmospheric keyboard driven intros. And it's like on every song. It's it's very annoying. And I just, I can't get behind it because I just want to hear metal and they don't deliver it in a timely fashion. I haven't heard their other albums. They have another one called Jesus.ChristAtHell.com which sounds like it could have some promise. But uh, overall, I don't really recommend this one. I think it's okay, but I think that there are other bands that are playing this style that are much better. Speaking of which, the third album is by a band called Distress, and the album is called The Morning Sign. Now this shit is what I'm talking about. This band was from France. They have like four albums. This is their second album from 2004. These guys can fucking play. Like I was talking about with the whole combination of death and black metal, Distress has that in droves. They don't beat around the bush. There is a there is a atmospheric intro on the album, but then they just go right into it. Like these guys can actually play. They're tight. They have good sounding production. Like they were in a real studio doing this. This was put out by a real record label. And I think what I like about it the most is that they do all the shit that I was complaining about about the first two bands better. And I think that that's kind of the biggest thing. You can kind of get behind these songs. They rock. I found myself headbanging to them. The only complaint I really have about the album is that they do those gothy early 2000s, late 90s vocals. And I just there's so many fucking albums in this collection that do that. And I, I don't know if it's just something that was in the water at the time. But like it just seemed like every band was doing that, and by doing that, they were able to throw the word gothic over the title of their uh, over their band description. Like, oh yeah, man, like we play we play death metal, but we also play like gothic metal. I think the thing that's the most interesting about a band like this is that there was way more of it in the early 2000s than I think a lot of people are going to give it credit for. But I think this band is definitely ahead of the pack. I don't think that in comparison of other bands that are more popular that this would really break through, but this is a good representation of that like death black metal style that wasn't Gothenburg and it wasn't straight black metal. They just kind of borrowed certain aspects from black metal. And I, I tend to like this one more because it does lean more on the death metal side of things. There are keyboards, but they're used sparingly. 
there are female vocals, but they are used sparingly. And I think that the band isn't really relying on one gimmick. This is just the riffs do all the talking. And I have mad respect for bands that let their music breathe without having to add a whole bunch of other stupid crutches in order to make them sound cool or sound interesting. And that's going to be it, guys, for this episode of Thrift Blast. I want to apologize that there was a delay in the delivering of this episode as Joe and I had to go in and completely redesign our recording studio. But Thrift Blast is back, and you can expect another episode next week. In the meantime, make sure to get on to social media or send us an email at danandjoeshow at gmail.com to let us know what you think about these Thrift Blast episodes. If you guys want to hear more of them after we get done with the initial seven, let us know. We're definitely having fun putting these out for you guys, and we will see you guys next week on Thrift Blast. <laughs>